All right, all right. Uh, real, 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 real quick. Um, top five uh, wrestling business tips. Zach, go. Top five wrestling business tips. Number five: always wear a tie. Dress um, for the job you want, not yes. the job that you have to fight a man for. Uh, number four, um, wrestling business tips. Uh, close the match to open it. Oh, yes, there you go. You To close the deal, you've got to open a match. you got to start a match. you got to start strong to end strong. Business tip number three. Um, white pants after Labor Day. It doesn't look good on anybody. Name always, one always. wrestler who looked good in white. Colin. Uh, That's a lie. No one has done it, especially not Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Oh, that little bitch. Yes, cool. Number two, Colin. Number two wrestling business advice. Uh, number two wrestling business advice. Um, Always, always, always wear sunglasses on your head, but don't actually wear them over your eyes. Okay, there you go. Absolutely. That is great. It lets you know you mean business, but you're also cool. It is cool, but you're getting down to business. Yes. It's like rolling up your sleeves. This is not so much wrestling business advice as much as wrestling business fashion advice. But you know what? That's fine. We're doing with it. Colin, also, is a special bonus tip for wrestling fashion. Anytime you're in a faction, always always be ready to wear... Uh, you always have to be ready for a double turn. Always always be ready to switch sides. Yes. So always wear some other group's shirt underneath your shirt. So that way, if you have a good time to turn on them... You just rip off your shirt and suddenly you are the other team. That is Speaking law. of... Wrestling law. Now I'm doing a double turn on you. No now shit. I'm going to tell you top five poor advice. Uh, starting with number five. Uh, the, the, the worst advice to give is uh, go in uh, ascending order rather than descending order. So instead of number five, it's going to be number one. Number one worst... What? What did you say? Porn advice? Porn business? Poor... What? Poor, 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 be poor, 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 the poors, the poors, the poors, the poors, like your pores. Okay. So the best advice to, for the pores, always exfoliate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Always exfoliate. Also don't be poor. Don't do that. Just stop and just quit it. Cause that's how that works. Just don't come on. Can, can we start? Uh, <laughs> That was a three-minute segment. <laughs> that was... That was three minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Well, you know what? You shouldn't have got me started, because that was your pitch, buddy. You gave me the ball. I said run with it. <laughs> There's a ball. I got to keep it in the air. That's what I do. This is what I do when I'm improvising. Just talk really fast and kind of speak with, you know, really pointed. Try to be fast and just talk just a little bit faster than I can think. That's my specialty. The problem is talking really fast isn't yes-anding somebody. It's yes. just talking fast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very excited and nervous. I can't really tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to talk real fast this whole podcast. Uh, welcome to Fight Forever. Welcome to Fight Forever. It's a show about fake fighters fighting fake fights. I am Zach. And I'm Colin Owen. By the way, it's the most fanciful podcast. Fanciful fighting have. podcast ever. We watch fight sports because you don't. Um, yes. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, How's your week? How you been? 
Oh, it's been up and down, man. Yeah, I was I sick as a fucking dog. We were supposed to do this last weekend. Yeah, I know. I know. This I was supposed to be a right. We were going to talk Ring of Honor. Yeah. We were going to talk all this shit. And I got sick as fuck. Yeah, I came like in and I was like. This. You're listening to this five days ago. Yes. Before um, Colin started puking everywhere. Well, it wasn't just puke. I was like, okay, so I got in and I was like, I can't. If I try to speak for more than five minutes, I'm just going to fall asleep. I am going to fall asleep from the lack of... So I was like, this is not going to do anybody favors if I come in and try to record a podcast like this. And then I came in to work Sunday, and I was like, I feel like somebody beat me in my sleep. Uh, My manager was like, oh, yep, just that kind of season kind of sucks, buddy. I was like, hold on, I'm going to go vomit. (laughs) And then he was like, oh, it's like that. Okay. uh, (laughs) Oh, you weren't kidding. Ah, get out of here before you vomit in my money. I mean, the customer sandwiches. (laughs) Is uh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Oh, well, who cares about you? Thanks. I carry this show on my back. You, right, yes. You carry and edit and bought all the equipment and have the computer and know how to do anything besides be a shithead. Yeah. And I don't you don't even... even watch as much wrestling as I do. Yeah, no, I, have, I haven't watched any wrestling this week. We watched. Te- I showed you two important segments just now. Yes, just now. Yeah. Well, and I saw like a little bit of the Kevin Owens stuff. This um, calendar week you haven't. But again, we were supposed to do this five days ago before he started being sick. He's been yeah. sick. Don't hold it against him. I've been watching good wrestling. It's just the problem is okay. After No Mercy, it's just briefly, briefly, I have to say after I watched No Mercy and the whole thing with Lesnar happened, you got sick. Oh, um, funny how that works. Yeah, it made me uh, ill. Physically ill. Physically ill. No, um, I straight up just, uh, I mean, after the whole thing with Strowman, because it's like, oh, okay, so you buried another guy, um, and it's very apparent to me that you're just going to do that with everybody on the roster until it gets to Roman Reigns, um, so we're gonna see a year-long title reign of Brock Lesnar, only to be crowned with a victory from Roman Reigns. Well, we're going to see six defenses in this year-long reign of Lesnar. Because who is he fought against? What? I really can't think of... Wait, so wait, no. no. He who fought he... against Joe? Joe? No, who was... There was somebody before Joe. No. No, there was nobody Joe before... Joe was his first defense. And that was in like... At Great Balls of Fire. That was July? Yep. So he did nothing for three months. He just kind of chilled the fuck out. Yeah, this is great. This is super good. I mean, this is good, like, booking if, like, the television were good or the champ fought better matches or fought more regularly. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't, so that's a shame. Yeah, Lesnar doesn't do matches well. I mean, and he's doing the same match over again. You know, it was fun. It was very fun. God, what year was that? Like, 2013, 2012? When he came back and, like, suplexed John Cena 27 times, that was funny. And then he said, suplex city, bitch. And that was also funny. But the problem was, in classic WWE fashion, they take a good thing and then they run it into the ground. So now that's all Brock Lesnar does. He's basically regressed. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I just German him a bunch and people love counting. The end. Well, and it's the same match over and over in that it's uh, Lesnar gets his ass whooped for, like, about three minutes, and then he starts on his German suplex combo, 
and then a couple uh, of a couple of hope spots for the other guy, and, and then an F five. A single F five. Yep. Which is really like disconnected from the idea that these guys literally beat the fuck out of them and threw them through tables, and they demolished the ringside to get there, and then suddenly he says, "Oh, he beats him with his move." Good. It was one thing when it was Goldberg, because it was let's look at two fucking guys fuck each other up. Let's watch two old men fuck each other up. Yeah. And they're just gonna do like the two moves that they know. Really? Here's but here's like the trick though. Goldberg doesn't work long matches. He can, but he doesn't because he's fucking Goldberg. So Lesnar can put out the equivalent amount of force, you know, for, for, a, for a short match. You know what I mean? Like, those are two people I want to see them hit each other like a bunch of fucking trains and then just be done with it over you know like both Joe and Strowman are young enough that they should have had longer to chew them out you know what I mean right but both of those fights were like in like 10 minute segments right it was it was super short and then it was just over I've seen I've literally watched three three of the best rated uh, Dave Meltzer matches for like a decade were Samoa Joe fighting for 60 minutes straight. You know, like this is a guy who can go the distance. I mean, he's not 20 anymore. He, it, he's not quite like CM Punk, Joe Punk 1, 2, and 3 level, but still right. my point is a good Joe match can go for 40 minutes. But who, boy, even CM Punk and Joe right now would be good. That'd be interesting. Because like, I'd like to see them and CM Punk right now, ooh, he he's would probably fucking he probably feels better than he has in years. Oh well, yeah, he's just about as miserable as he's ever been. So well, and I realize like because it's not that Age is intimidated by talent, and Age actually really likes indie guys. He's the one who does like Vince hates them, but mm. Age is the one who likes them. Yeah, it's just that Age found him like Phil Brooks insufferable to work with. Which, to be fair. He probably was. I'm sure Punk is just a miserable son of a bitch. Who and you just don't want to give, like, you don't want to give a guy like that the, uh, you know, the belts, you know? Yeah. But it's also like, fuck, but he's so charismatic. Oh, he's their guy. Super good. But he's oh, a well. fucking dick. Oh, well, it's great. I mean, we did it for Shawn Michaels, and we're just not going to do it again, I well, guess. Oh, well. Yeah, but Michaels was different because he was probably... Oh, because he, he was doing cocaine. That's why he was different. Well, and also, he was probably not a dick to the people who... He, he was smart enough to yeah. not be an asshole to his bosses. But CM Punk is anti-authority. like Which is kind of tiresome for a man in his mid to upper 30s. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's definitely a guy who comes in and is actually... Because here's the thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin, when he was doing that in the ring, like you could tell like Vince and him are buds yeah. <laughs> outside the ring. Yeah. You know? But this was actually like, oh... Phil Brooks. I'm sure they there's some weird vibes when you walk down the hallway across punk sometimes, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's kind of the Johnny Depp vibes, you know what I'm saying? Like, Johnny Depp yes. comes through and it's like, you got all these bracelets and tattoos yeah, yeah, and long hair. You spend it's like $10,000 a month on wine, probably. It's like, motherfucker, you're 40. Stop. Stop that. Stop it. You gotta get old and tired and make peace with the system at some Ooh, point. Boy, Johnny Depp. Like, oh yeah. Let's talk about Johnny Depp. 
You can catch when, him in Pirates of the Caribbean 5, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, now on DVD. That, that motherfucker, dude, CM Punk and Johnny Depp would be besties. Yeah, they would fuck. They would fuck? <laughs> yeah, can't you see it? It's all the scraggly facial hair and, and fucking bad tattoos you can stomach. What was, uh, well, who's, who, who's Sam Punk's wife? CM hey. Punk. Uh, Colt Cabana. Sam Punk's, uh, AJ. Yes, AJ Styles. <laughs> it's AJ Styles. Honey. That's what it is. He's just fucking, he's just Honey. trying to cover. Well, that that's a soccer mom hair. He's, that's his cover. Yeah. I picked up the kids. <laughs> yeah, it's AJ. They're homeschooled, though. It is AJ Mendez Dash Brooks. Mendez. Mendez. I believe it's Mendez. Oh. April Mendez. Now I want. Now I want the AJ Styles CM Punk. Did Did they ever wrestle? What? Who? What? AJ Styles CM Punk. Uh, yeah. When? In Ring of Honor, probably. <laughs> Is that the answer to everything? Probably. Like, uh, yeah, these two guys, yeah, they probably wrestled. I was trying to find when... I was like, oh, man, did Kevin Owens and AJ Styles ever wrestle? And I was like, it's maybe it's Ring of Honor, probably. Probably. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, but they're not a good combo together. Really? I didn't like them. Oh. Well. For the, for the U.S. title, it was like... Oh, this is awkward and doesn't work. Oh, I forgot they actually, that happened. That was a thing. Like, not too long ago. Oh. In fact, this feud that Kevin Owens has with Shane McMahon right now. Hey, you know what also happened not too long ago? We said we were just going to talk about No Mercy. And here we are, talking about Ring of Honor. And everything else. Well, fuck it. Anywho, it's a show about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, where, what? Where, where are we? Um, I don't know. You want to talk about Raw? Or SmackDown. Fuck it. Let's talk about SmackDown because we were just talking about yeah, SmackDown. We're we're there right now. Uh, I have nothing else to say about SmackDown. Really, I mean nothing important. Like AJ Styles is off TV because of stuff with Baron Corbin. Well, he's on TV. He's just not wrestling. Baron Corbin is wrestling him for the title. So maybe Corbin wins because he's got cool new music. Um, that's not good for AJ though. Like. I mean, okay. This match good. is not good. No, it's not good, but it would be good if AJ Styles could lose, drop the belt, and then go, like, I would say Russell Nakamura for the title, but it would just be put over Jinder Mahal between now and December. Because, okay, we want to talk about No Mercy, because that's where this is all going. Let's talk, No, sorry, No Mercy. Let's talk about Hell in the Cell, because this is where this is going. That's yes. Sunday. Okay, Hell in the Cell. Is AJ Styles Corbin, and Corbin's probably going to win because Corbin lost to Ty Dillinger in a roll-up this week on TV. So unless they're just burying Corbin, okay. You keep saying burying. They were burying Corbin. They didn't bury Strowman and Joe when Lesnar beat them. This was burying. They buried Corbin. Corbin had a briefcase and he got fucking clowned on, and he's still getting clowned on. Yep. Yeah. But he's, I don't know, maybe they'll, maybe he's learned his lesson. I don't know, maybe not. Because I think when you, like, piss off your bosses and secretly, like, 
say, oops, sorry, I was actually part of a lawsuit that I never told you about, about concussions, they tend to hold that against you a little more. Maybe they've chilled out. I'm not going to trust them to do that, though. Um, I don't know, man. Probably not a good match. Um, if AJ were to lose and then move on to a title program with the main belt, that would be great. But um, seeing as you that, know what would be that real match, nice, what is if Shinsuke Nakamura is never going to happen? If that just happens at Survivor Series, yeah, but then we have to deal with Jinder Mahal is still champ. No, if Shinsuke wins the belt. They'll probably fight at Survivor Series, just Shinsuke won't win the belt. Both the guys will lose, so that's why we're supposed to get excited about this match. What, because they're... Because they're losers, because they're from Japan, Colin, because yep. they're not six foot tall, and they're not six and a half feet tall and jacked up on roids. So the greatest wrestlers in the world <laughs> is Kane, obviously. Yeah. Uh, where is he, by the way? Is uh, he okay? Running for office in Tennessee. Glenn the Libertarian. Is he still running for office? Yeah. Like he's going for mayor or something. That shit takes time. Yeah. So he just disappeared from television. To be fair, he's been on television for like the last 20 years. He could quit at any time. Yeah, but, I mean, they could have, like, rode him off. Really? 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 What was Kane doing before this? What's the last thing? Tell me the last thing you remember Kane doing, and I will tell well, you the year it happened. Well, you, like, be like, oh, really? But, like, okay, Big Show, you know, got written off. Okay. <laughs> like, they actually, like... You know, gave him the... And he doesn't do anything. He shows up and he's like, I'm big and yeah, I'm show. But he was big and he was cut as fuck and he was going to wrestle Shaq and everyone was hyping it on Twitter and then that disappeared. So people were like, still remembered Big Show existed. Tell me, Colin, what was the last thing you remember Kane doing? Uh, He was he, he uh, was fucking Luke Harper. <laughs> <laughs> so 2012? <laughs> no, no, they were they, they were fighting. It was uh it was Randy Orton and Kane versus the Wyatts. What? You don't remember that? No. That was last year. That was? That was right before Randy Orton joined the Wyatts. Who's Kane? <laughs> who's who? Who's Oh, not my Kane. Yeah. All right. No, Kane's a politician, man. So he's just as evil. You know, I I watched that video of him that he's like, why I chose pro wrestling. I didn't because he's probably bad. He like he's talking about it and then he's just like in blah blah blah. Ayn Rand. <laughs> <laughs> why did we never see Kane? It's in a libertarian gimmick. Like, why was he never a fucking? Wasn't that him as corporate Kane? Uh. He was just more like a corporate axe man more than anything. He wasn't, like, actually an objectivist. It would be really weird. That would be, like, if we saw Kane... Why have we never seen that gimmick, period? Because Vince has never played Bioshock, sadly. That would be really good to have somebody take over Raw. 
Like we just do a Bioshock. No gods or man. Only Vince. <laughs> I mean, we, we could have H do it. Triple H. H is a, I ask you, is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? No, says the man in Stanford. It belongs to Vince. No, says the man in Florida. It belongs to NXT. No, says the man in Chicago. It belongs to CM Punk. (laughs) I chose something different. I chose... Oh, okay. Uh, I chose wrestling. I chose uh, Uh, being um, the man of three H's. H's. Uh, This joke kind of lost steam because I didn't know where it was going. Uh, I mean... Uh, well, I better mm. looks like I better get in the hot air balloon and be really racist. <laughs> That's right, Bioshock Infinite jokes, everybody. Woo! Woo! Oh man, that that uh. That takes you back. What was really weird about that game was that it was like being really horrific and it was just like racist things. Like that's supposed to shock people when it's like. Little did they know that a couple years later we'd have a Nazi rapist as a president. Yeah, now. flying around in a floating island. Yes, flying around in a hot air balloon. In a fire. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> we're going to the air. <laughs> it's the last great untapped, the unconquered peninsula of the world. It's the air. It's great. It's going to be great. North Korea it's going to be can't fantastic. Get there. North Korea can't bomb us up there. They 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 the missiles go underground. Everyone knows that. They don't go up in the air. We'll just catch their bombs, man. I can't I can't do it. Why are you Tommy Chong? I, <laughs> allow hey, me, man. Hey, we'll man. just allow me to introduce my vice president, Tommy Chong. <laughs> Nobody knew who Mike Pence was anyway. Hey, man. I mean, you know, I mean, just, just really, I'm really good with clouds. You know, I I settle the differences. In, I just smoke Kim Jong Un out, dude. Like more weed, more weed, more weed, <laughs> and everybody like his approval ratings go through the, through roof, the roof because they're just more weed. Yeah. He's like, I should have thought of this before. All that I had to do was just legalize pot. <laughs> you could say that they're um. <clears throat> His approval ratings are sky high. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take my column in the New Yorker, please. Why, yes. I'm, I'm a copywriter. So can't you why, tell? why, why haven't we just quit this and like applied at what culture? You um, know, to fill up the positions of Adam Blompier. Jesus. Yeah. Tell me about it. Fuck it. Listen, I will. I'll be the new King Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give it. Come on. Give us your best John o'clock, motherfuckers. It's John O'Clock, motherfuckers! Ah! And then I come through and I'm just like, ah, fuck, fuck JBL! I'm serious. We should start a listicle imprint. Yeah, we should. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, hey. Listicles! Colin, top ten listicles, go. Okay, so, uh, my... my, Wrestling listicles. My my number ten favorite listicle (laughs) is, um... 22 things... Uh, Vince wants you to forget about uh, Rikishi's uh, butt. 
It danced with uh, uh, Scotty Too Hotty. Scotty, it uh, danced uh, with, with uh, Vince's face uh, with uh, Stephanie, probably. With Steph, pro- well, uh, and then uh, uh, number nine, uh, uh, seven things uh, Vince wants you to forget about uh, Eric Bischoff kissing his daughter. Oh God, uh, uh, that it uh, happened. <laughs> that it and uh, uh, six, uh, it happened, and that uh, Vince masturbated to it. <laughs> Uh, number uh, two. Sorry, let me just cut to the end. Number one here says uh, top twenty-five most hilarious pile driver botches. What the <laughs> fuck? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> we are edgy. Oh, edge lords got out of hand. Yeah. Are we? What are we doing? Are we talking about something? Number ten. Uh, Owen Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, cool. Number nine. Um, who was it? Fujinami. Somebody died. Whoever that guy in Japan died in on the power bomb. Yeah. That one guy uh, who probably got his neck broken by a Canadian destroyer. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> the two guys that AJ Styles broke necks of. <laughs> and uh, the, the, what, 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 what's his name who took the muscle buster? And... Oh, my dick, you mean. <laughs> That's also not a pile drive. My dick when it pile drived into your girlfriend <laughs> you remember the time Samoa Joe gave my dick a muzzle buster <laughs> whoa whoa hey <laughs> whoa hey, Joe. excuse me oh oh I'm spoken for but really uh when are we gonna stop fucking around and talk about uh Mickey James <laughs> the real issues <laughs> you know I mean it was bad enough I love Mickey Mickey's great hey Mickey you're so fine you're funny blow my mind hey Mickey uh, so they bring her back to the company, do nothing with her, move her to Raw, do nothing with her, just to do the, oh, I'm not, I'm not too old to come back story, like, eight months after she's been here. <laughs> like, what are you, what? <laughs> really? You're gonna do this now? Now? Really? Suddenly they're like, oh, hey, I remembered, uh, she's here. Oh. Ah, oh, shit. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, pig. Vince, we can't do that again. Wait, the piglet's here? God damn it! <laughs> Shit, what do I do with her? Wait, so she can't be lesbians with Trish? That was Where's actually... Trish? Okay. Is she barking like a dog for me still? That was a legitimately good angle. The lesbians. I mean, I mean, it wasn't a good angle. It was fun. I mean, it was... It was a really good angle. It had some good angles, if you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's disappointing but hey they just really got to save that alexa bliss naomi J- naomi jacks naya jacks match naomi jacks i'm sorry oh my god now i have like this like image of both of them i like, just want to see down. naomi ride Na- naya's shoulder like prince devitt riding bad luck folly and that would the be ring. pretty amazing fucking awesome also i'm but- pretty sure they're related because hold on naya is the rock's cousin and Naomi is married to one of the Usos, so they're they're cousins. So yeah, yeah, that could happen. Yeah. Here, um, I feel like we're uh, we're being really what we're avoiding the obvious. Uh, yes, wrestling was bad. Yes. So on that note, um, let's take a break, we take a breather, ourselves. and and come back to this. Decide to talk about something. Yes, we'll be right back, folks.
Hey, did you guys know that you can place an ad right here? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to advertise on Fight Forever, the show, or any of the other wonderful family of Hey, I Made That Industries creations, drop us a line at fightforeverpod at gmail.com. I mean, we're funny and cool guys, and we're really good at reading I can That's read what that word we says. can read and write ad copy for you. Let's listen to our famous demo reel now. Colin, play him a cut. Oh, hi, I'm uh, Schmeckles, the me undies elf. <laughs> Schmeckles, what are you doing? It's not July 27th, Schmeckle Day, the corporate holiday we all know and love brought to you by me undies. I'm here to tell you about the softest glow-in-the-dark underwear. Holy fuck! <laughs> Your underwear glows! <laughs> oh, they're after me lucky charms! Oh, wait, no, that's uh, that's uh, that's copyrighted. Me underwear. Me underwear. Me underwear. <laughs> We're also very good at remembering brand names. And, uh, it is made uh, with delicious micromodal. And, and of course, there's our clip for um for Squared Space hey, coming at you. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm Squared. Man. And I'm Space Man. Hey, listen, buddy. We should buy a website. Hey, let's make webs. Let's buy a website. We'll call it Space Squared. What the fuck? That's been taken? <laughs> Who the Shh. fuck? God damn it! <laughs> fuck! Who got space squared? I'll be right back. I was listening to Spotify. Oh, okay. Because I work in an office again. Yeah, and that's really weird. Because I'm very self-conscious about what I play for my office mates. I'm sure. always choosing the wrong things, or I'm always convinced that I'm choosing the wrong things. Because really, listen, d- raise your hand if you want to listen to fucking Death Grips and Tobacco all day. Um, I mean, I'm raising my hand, but my me, problem is but... I don't want to necessarily do that in front of my boss. Yeah, uh, who who knows if uh, your your boss is gonna be like, oh, that shit is lit as fuck. Uh, I you son. know what you know what maybe they've heard of the word lit, but I don't and think they'd ever use it your, in a sentence. Your your boss is gonna sit there and he's like, oh, dude, I I heard about that on that new Fantano review. We'll get to Fantano. <laughs> we'll get to Fantano. I discovered, I discovered that Spotify will now like pick stuff it thinks you listen to in high school yes which is really funny because i'm listening to this and it's like holy shit everything it's picking is stuff i'm actually listening to now which gave me sort of an existential crisis it means my tastes are stuck in the mid-aughts so i had a problem with that too of i went back and i like looked at what they're pegging me as and i'm like motherfuckers you guys don't like because they're not picking stuff in the middle. They're picking like my actual like high school years, like music yeah. that came out then. And I'm like, all of this shit is um terrible. 
Okay. <laughs> but then it's also like they'll pick out a few things like a Smash Mouth or, you know. Wow. Wait, I'm just going to pull this shit up Yeah, I right know. Let's do this. No, because it's really funny because it, it's, it's pulling like, it's giving me like MF Doom and Aesop Rock and then it's like... Okay. Uh, atmosphere and it's like holy shit that's stuff I'm listening to now holy shit all I listened to was just mid-aughts hip-hop fuck it's trying to peg me as like uh, as like an emo kid I really and I'm like well that's that was absolutely your scene yeah because it was a uh, okay so uh, my curse by kill switch engage some Memphis Mayfire okay uh, a lot of fall of Troy no this is um, all very late aughts Yes, uh, System of a Down, uh, Slipknot, Coheed and Cambria, Welcome Home, oh man, uh, Corn Freak on a Leash, Jeez. um, and, uh, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. <laughs> I will, I will, I will tell you this, I will tell you this, what this, what this podcast actually did get right, this podcast, this playlist actually did get right, is it started playing me a lot of shit from Tony Hawk's Skater 1 through 3, which is super good. Because that was the best. That had, Those were some pretty fucking great soundtracks. Am I wrong? Well, I don't know, man. There's, like, some... It's. I was actually, like, talking uh, to our mom about this. Because uh, I was like, hey... Uh, the real tastemaker. Yeah. Well... I was like, hey, there's like a huge hole in your knowledge of music. Because she's like, oh yeah, music in the 80s sucked. And I'm like, really? Because I can think of like some of the best music ever hey, coming from the 80s. I hate to cut your joke, but it's because you fucking kids ruined her, her life, isn't it? She was too no. busy raising us to... No, that's not what she said. No. She was like... <laughs> she was like, uh, I was like, hey, um, so what's... uh." You know why? Why is there this big hole? And then she was just like, "Yeah, uh, no, cocaine's a hell of a drug." Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the other one. It was like it was going to be mom talking about her coke days. Listen, yeah, no, that's that's about right. But there's some good shit in the '80s. She missed all the good shit. I hate to pivot back to this, but I made a hilarious realization listening to this Tony Hawk mm. Pro Skater list. It started rolling some Dead Kennedys, and I like Dead Kennedys, but I didn't realize something like what it. I understand it's an affectation, but Joe Biafra sounds exactly like you take the, you. Fred Schneider from the B fifty twos is getting very angry that you're shaking him so much. Yes, he's like ah, <laughs> that. I I'm I'm impressed that you like know that fucker's name. Well, soup is good food. It's Which a holiday in Cambodia. If, if, if you just play Rock Lobster, like... Do, 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 do. Yes, Angry Rock Lobster. It's a Rock Lobster! <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I want my punk band to be. And I was actually just thinking about that, that I would totally, like... For, like, a wrestling entrance, I would totally have, like, a knockoff of Holiday in Cambodia to be my... To be my theme music. Oh, complete with all of the N word in it, right? Oh, I mean yeah. not that. Yeah, but, not that. Oh, not just, that. The mid eighties were a different yeah. time. I mean, it was a rough time. But I mean, just have the do 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 just like like yeah. surf guitar thing. Yeah. I would totally like come out to some like Spectre forty five and some like fucking Dallas ass music like that, that. But like punk as fucking surf. Yeah. But I'm you know, that would 
listen, here's the problem. Nobody knows that that's what Dallas music sounds like unless you're from Dallas. Yep. Because anyone outside of Texas just assume it's cowboys. Yeah, but Dallas music is, is like, like... Yeah. I, okay, like the, the most Dallas guy I know is a guy named Rob. And Rob is fat as fuck. He's got tattooed sleeves and big old gauges. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, fool, let's go to Single Wide. And all that he wants to do is do shots of well whiskey at Single Wide. That's to like his fair, favorite thing. What is it? The Grandpa Special they have there? Yeah, so they have a Grandpa Special. And what that is, is it's a shot of well whiskey, a domestic beer of your choice, and a cigarette. <laughs> For five bucks. <laughs> Dallas as fuck. Now that's Dallas. It's like Rob once ordered a grandpa special for me after work when we when we got off of our shift, and he <laughs> and he uh, he said to me, he was like, "Hey fool, you ever made a chick queef before?" Like he'll just say shit like that, or like I, I remember this one time, like I I was cooking, I'm cooking, and he says to me, like I'm like, "Hey Rob, what, what do we need to prep in this kitchen?" And he turns to me and he says, "A gallon of truffle butter, stat." <laughs> I just, I just, I like the idea that, like, you made a made a girl queef, like what at gunpoint? Yeah, just <laughs> what? what? Or make her queef? What does that mean? That <laughs> Rob, Rob, bodies work in certain ways. Things happen. God, what a charming fellow. That 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 guy, and he moved to Florida. The most Texas guy I know. The most Texas place outside of Texas, Florida. He he moved to Jacksonville too, which is like the third shadiest place in Florida. <laughs> so you know it's good. Yeah, because like number one in my opinion is Daytona. Oh God! Oh God, dude! I can taste the used needles from here. Yeah, but like. Like, Pensacola's pretty okay, but it's Alabama as fuck. Pensacola? Isn't that the one where all the wrestlers were? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's pretty... It's. I'm surprised it's only number two shadiest if it's where all the fucking carnies congregate. Oh, no, 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 no. Pensacola isn't even that shady. Number one is Daytona. Uh, two? I don't know. I'd probably say... Because Pensacola isn't even that shady. Pensacola is eh, actually a good time. Uh, Miami. Well, grandfather it is. Yeah, yeah. Miami's actually there's, pretty... there's certain neighborhoods, sure, whatever. Oh yeah, Miami's fucked. Yeah, and then number three, Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville's terrible. Let's, let's make that a listicle. <laughs> number <laughs> number shadiest five places shadiest in... places in Florida. Wherever Dean Ambrose is living currently. Hey, I'm Dean Ambrose. I'm banging Renee Young. Oh, he's just so sleazy. He's just, he looks like he smells funny. He smells like he kills people. <laughs> well, I mean, that's Ambrose. Da, da, da. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of talking like Looney Tunes. I mean, I'm just, look at me, I'm just really shaking and mm, I need to shave and that's just... <laughs> Kind of sounded like I don't commit to anything. No, it's my affectation. Mm. Mm. I um, remind you of your sister, your older sister's shitty boyfriend from when you were little. 
So what else? What 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 else happened in in wrestling? What, what uh, else happened well, in fight sports? Okay, so legitimately, we need to talk about the Shield, and we need to talk about my dude. You want to talk about Greasy Florida man, Enzo Amore? Okay. All right. So first, the Shield. Okay. Also, we gotta we're we're gonna we're gonna fucking put somebody on blast relative to this Roman discussion here, but the Shield first. So. I like that the shield is back. Okay. Is okay. Why? Explain. <sighs> I'm bored already. <laughs> no, that didn't last long. No, that's that's about the turnaround for yep. good angles in the WWE. So Sheamus and Cesaro. Um like that that match between those boys. Uh, that was good. Sheamus and Cesaro. It's very good. That was good. We got four real good wrestlers all just wrestling. Just wrestling good. Good wrestles, good wrestling. And uh, Roman Reigns taking a step back, doing that. That's a good scene for him. You know, maybe he'll start to win me over. Maybe he never should have left. Yeah. Maybe they never should have broken these guys up. Hmm. You know, I it's always better to leave early than late, especially again because WWE runs Maybe everything into the ground. He should have been the one to turn on the other two. Uh that I will agree with to my dying day. But what do I know? You know, they could do that again. Again. But something in me says it's gonna be Dean Ambrose that breaks this up. It's Vince McMahon that's telling you. It was me. <laughs> he rips. It was me, Austin. He rips. Ro- he rips Roman's skin off of him. He has one of those fucking Mission Impossible masks. Yeah. It was me the whole time. I'm Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, believe that. Ooh, ah. <laughs> it's um, yes. Rollins and Ambrose are gonna turn heel on Roman because he's too good and handsome and is too awesome with sex having that they get jealous and want to have his bod and also his title shot that he's getting against Lesnar. I want uh, all of your um, good things. I don't like that you have good things. I should have good things. We are the shield. You're just Roman. You're the Roman. And we're the shield men. Ah, yes, shield men, but do you remember who carries the shield but the Romans? <laughs> ah, the Roman Empire was built with spears and shields. Ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. Believe that. And, uh, yeah. No, so. but I think this is good. It'll give Romans something to do that'll make me hate him less. And my God, maybe he'll just, like, not dominate everything for a few weeks. Maybe he'll just shut up and just do his good moves that he's good at doing in any well, matches. If he's just the hot tag, I, that's where I like him. Yeah, it's really good. It's a shame it's only going to last so long. It's just like I watched the Cena match and I was like, ooh, this is not I good. I was really surprised at how bad that was. I thought that would be fine. And they I was... like squashed Cena. That's maybe more accurate than you keep saying buried, but even then, that's not precisely right. It was just that winding is these winning, these endings, how Roman and Lesnar win these matches are weirdly definitive. You know what I mean? 
I guess yes. we've sort of been conditioned in this endless WWE treadmill of rematches, and we have to keep programs alive because we have 90 hours of television to fill a week. That's kind of the thing is that, like, once you get speared by Roman or F5 by Lesnar, that's, that's the it. end that's of the it. feud. And that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel earned. Like, Especially when, like, Shinsuke just took a loss against Jinder. Yeah. And that feud is still going. Well, I, I, you know, it's still going. And I don't know. They've conditioned everyone to the rubber match. You know what? It's got to go a series of three. And looking at New Japan, and I promise I'll quit comparing them to New Japan, except, nope, I will not do that until they're better than New Japan. I will not stop comparing them. So, you but mean never. Never, yeah. But my point is, is that that company shows how you can have long-term storytelling and long-term feuds with the same guys having these same matches, but have it, like, feel good? You know what I mean? Like, Okada and Tanahashi went around, like, five, seven times already, and I'm not... Oh, boy. Can, and they've yeah. traded the title back and forth, but every match feels both definitive, but not that it's the end. By the way, hold on WWE for a minute. Okay. Can we just talk about Omega versus Juice Robinson okay, did for you, just a second? Okay, I would love to. Tell me your thoughts. So, um, I fucking hated Juice Robinson up until uh, the G1 thing when he just won on the roll-up. Holy sh- Fuck, I can't believe I won. What did he say? <laughs> Holy shit, I won. won. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and it was like, and how he said he was like so earnest. Holy shit, I won. Like, he's lovable. Um, Dude, I told you. I don't know. He was never that good up until like, I don't know. It feels like suddenly he just learned how to work, you know? So, he, he... He worked his ass off. I would say, I think you weren't giving him enough credit, but I'm glad you finally see, like, if you watch the Destruction and Kobe match against Omega, like, he's turned a corner. You gotta admit that. I'm glad you've, like, come around to this. Yeah, but also, at the same time, I'll say, like, it doesn't exactly hurt him that he is with the best wrestler in the world. Well, I don't want to... I would love to... I don't want to talk about this in the middle of talking about something else, but actually, yeah, fuck Roman, so that's fine. That was a great match, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. I had the exact same knee injury that Omega just came back from. Mm-hmm. That every single thing that man does scares me. Yes. I'm getting sympathetic knee pains on my couch. Like, my knee's popping and flying yeah. out of joint. And this guy, the fact that he put on that good of a match when he was recovering from that kind of knee injury. Um, yeah. And uh, he's the fucking best in the world. Well, no, so he this, is the best in the world. So I actually felt kind of like an informed fight sport watcher. This sort of this one time and this one time only. It was kind of interesting to watch because... Okay, I didn't go through the same kind of intensive rehab. I'm sure he did. I'm not an athlete, you know. But I understand what what kind of your knee's going through when you're doing that sort of thing. And it's on its opposite leg, but it's the same thing. It's his outer meniscus. And basically what that does is fuck up the lateral movement you can take with your knee. Right. Yeah, which is so it's sort of weird. There's a whole lot of, like, fucking, I'm sure, quick footwork. And they got to, like, bend and do all this shit. Everyone's like, oh, they tried to play it like the like the V-triggers would hurt. Yes. Which, generally, he was also not usually hitting them with that knee. But 
that's not really the issue. Just trying to watch this man do his fucking footwork and not bend at his knee to throw that shit out was super fucking fascinating. But the fact that Omega, working for, you know, on an accelerated recovery timetable on a knee injury that I have very personal experience watching, he didn't fucking lose a beat. He was doing all the same shit and was still able to convincingly sell that it was actually a problem when it fucking wasn't. When it wasn't at all, yeah. And the best part is they worked it into the story of the match. You know, oh my god. It's like a thing about, um... I think about, like, the most comparable recent example in WWE would be, uh... When Seth Rollins fought Triple H. Yeah. Um, at Mania. And, like, that match didn't... Like, they had a section in there where H was getting dirty and working that knee. Yeah. But they never really stuck to that, you know? And then in the end, like... It's it's like the new finisher that he had. Like he should have not have even done the pedigree. He should have done his new thing, the knee thing. Mm, I could yeah. Because the the rain V trigger maker. What, yeah. What are the oh King's Landing? That's what they're calling it. Of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, they're just pulling all this shit in. Yeah. All these that. weird. All these weird directions. But. But, you know, I mean, I, I look at this and I'm like, man, this storytelling, that because they're, they're saying, like, Kenny is struggling to, you know, even just climb on the ropes at one point, you yeah. know? He, you know, he's trying to do a move and then he's like, fuck, I gotta take a step yeah. out, you know? Yeah. And then they kind of show Juice, like, it's, what was interesting to me, too, is that I always thought of Kenny as the heel and he was facing it up hardcore, Well, you know? Again, at a certain point when you're when you're and this goes for American wrestling too, when you're a big enough deal, when you are enough of a, a, a character, you don't really have to be a character. You know what I mean? Mm. You don't have to you can just kind of be yourself and sort of swap back and forth, which is exactly what they did. I'm not all that surprised that Omega was able to seamlessly go from face and heel and back and forth, because we know he can do it. Crowds love him, but he's very good at getting booed. What kind of surprised me was Juice was able to do it. Because yes. it was Juice as being the ultra baby face, didn't want to hit the knee, wanted to out-wrestle him, wanted to beat him fairly. And then he caved. He finally caved about 30, you know, 20, 30 minutes into the match. He's like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And he fucking gives him the vicious fucking chop block. Yeah, and he was, it, you could tell it was out of desperation. Yeah. It was out of this, like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be I'm the sorry. sportsman anymore. I can't do yeah. this, like, I've done, I've, yeah. And I really need this victory. And that's the other thing is that, like, you can tell in there that it was that he needs this. You know, yes. the urgency is there. Yeah, the urgency. Which is like, again, this is now a reminder to me. You know, it's like in any fight sport. I'm talking boxing, uh, UFC, you know, MMA. We're you talking know, like, bum fights. We're talking getting trampled during the holidays for Tickle Me Elmo. Right. Like, there's urgency back in, in this work. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, I think of a. Uh, there's, there's a few fights in, in MMA and in boxing that I've been watching lately. Yep. Um, that are, like, holy shit, just guys fighting for their lives, and you can tell too because like, oh man, there's, there's I I forgot the guys' names, but like they were fighting their asses off, and then and it was it was a boxing match, and yeah. like this dude like gets clocked in the chin. 
and then he falls back and he's knocked out. He is asleep. And like the guy knocked out is still swinging. Yeah. <laughs> like on the ground, he is still swinging in the air. That is his body yeah. just yeah, you gotta going. It. You know, he is still there. Um, and you know, just the kind of, there's, there's not that storytelling anymore in WWE. I've noticed even when they gave the, uh, the thing to Daniel Bryan, even as emotional as that moment is, yeah. it still was, I'm trying to think of the last moment in WWE that was that visceral of a, you know, of, of a win, you know? I mean, it's hard. I, I'm having a hard time thinking any further back than Brian. I mean, maybe CM Punk at Money in the Bank 2011. That one. Okay, that one is I'm actually s- a, a, like, I watched that recently. And it's such a long match, yeah. one. Yeah. And then in the end, when, like, Vince comes out and then Punk wins it. And then, like, they, yeah. they bring out Alberto, Alberto Del Rio. And then, like, he just fucking hits yeah. him. You know, like, there's this this desperation and also yeah. this, like, that was something that's exhilarating even still to watch. Yeah. When you, like, go through the journey with it. Yeah. You know, what what happened to those moments in WWE? Why are those lost, you know? Uh, it's Because it's easy to manufacture even without having language, you know? Omega and Juice were just in the ring and you saw everything because of context in their previous matches. Well, you know, you see this young guy who's like, who says, man, if I can beat Kenny Omega right now and become this next, I will have every door open to me in the world. Yeah. And you see Kenny Omega one, they built Omega status to be that they built this guy status to be that. And they show Omega has something to prove because he just came back from an injury. Well, and well, Um, in, and I'm defending this brand new title. Like, I'm not the guy yet. Like, again, New Japan's very good at doing shit like this, but Omega's got something to prove where he's like, okay, I've beat the world heavyweight champion. I don't have my shot yet, but I know I can do it. I've been to that dance yes. before, and I've proven I can do it. But now I have this belt. I have to prove, you know, I have something to prove that I'm still the franchise player, you know, yes. if I'm not and, the chosen boy. Yeah. And I am gonna make this belt around my waist right now mean something yeah because he hasn't even defended it until well, this then. would have been yeah well there's i i think there's a whole there's a whole lot of things that go into the devaluing of things in wwe there's i feel like the scarcity of something like new japan helps i mean there's different approaches to storytelling but We'll we'll tie this back into something. We'll have a mm-hmm. through line here. Um, I have seen uh, Okada. Okada defends the belt maybe seven times a year. I think. Yeah. World heavyweight challenges in New Japan are very limited. Like he wrestles pretty constantly. Right. But wins and but, losses matter to both him and his challengers. And, well, one, he loses from time to time. Um, oh, yeah. No, I can name a couple of times he's lost this year, but it's to set right. up his new thing. Like, he's lost, he's lost, quote, quote, to evil twice in the run-up to King of Pro Wrestling, which is fucking astounding because I'm so hyped for that. Um, uh, and we look at someone who just came from New Japan, 
into WWE. We see I'm looking at Shinsuke Nakamura. He's fought Jinder Mahal what once? Honestly, there's has he's had a one title shot against it. But everything about how gender, how they handle gender's title reign and how he's defeating his challengers and what wins and losses means with him, to him, and against him, it right. just fucking sucks the air out all the well, way. I love Nakamura. He's one of my favorite guys, and I, have, I could not give a shit about what he's doing. Well, and the problem is, by what he is by himself, just on his entrance, and not even his ring work, just like little things that he does in his match... You know, to connect with the crowd. Like, even when he's not trying, like, he's still doing those little yeah. things. And, like, this is a face that is actually likable. Yeah. And so it's no wonder why they're going to squander him. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I've honestly, I look at shit that WWE does in Britain how they, they have all these contracted talent that they're not doing anything with with this UK scene. Um, how they're preemptively buying people off the indies. They're, they are spending... They're playing defensive, you know what I mean? They spend money just so other people can't have things, can't do things, you know? Even if they don't necessarily plan to do anything with it. I swear, I feel like they... I gotta feel like they threw all this money at Nakamura just to put New Japan back on its heels for a year to kind of yep. slow their American role. But... And it's, they went so hard after Omega and he didn't They've buy got it. such a limited run on... Like, who knows at this point, like, if his contract comes up. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows if he's gonna take it or if he's oh, just gonna I run gotta back feel like, No, he had his run, he got his money, and he goes home. I don't... What, would you stick around? Would you stick around for this? It depends. If they give him a title reign and they give him all that, then there's a reason to. But it might also depend on... Here's the other thing. It might also depend on timing. They don't want to give him the belt now. Why don't you give him the belt right when his contract's about to come up? That way it's... You got the belt right now. You're making all the money now. Do you think they're... So let's walk this back to Hell in a Cell predictions. Gender's winning, or do you think they give this to Nakamura? See, the thing is, is that if you give the title to Nakamura, mm-hmm. like, bef- long before his contract is up, then when he loses the title, you know, when his contract is up, he's going to go, oh, well, got my money by. But... If you, Unless you make him, I mean, you just make him a two-time champion when his contract's coming up. Yeah, you could do that. I don't know. It's just my, I mean, my prediction, I think, see, we've, we've talked about this before. It's, it's basically, uh, okay, question. When is the tour of India? December. There's a part of me that thinks they're going to let Jinder keep it until, like, through December. I That he's going to probably lose it in the Royal Rumble, and then that's when we're going to come back why, to insane land. I don't... I don't... Why would they give a fuck about... They don't care about long title reigns. They don't. They're happy to put a belt on the guy multiple times, dude. This is a place that hot potatoes titles for television storyline props. Yeah, but why would you do when you can say, you know, 
this guy's champ. Like, you can't just hot potato it back to gender. Of course they could. Why wouldn't they? Uh, they're not that stupid. No, they it are. They can't be that stupid. Of course they are. Well, listen, think about it this way. Do you just have Nakamura? To make gender a two-time champion? Okay, it doesn't matter. He's tall, and he's got muscles, and he serves a business purpose. That's why anyone ever is champion. Let's be honest. He has he can't wrestle a main event match. That's his problem right the, now. Doesn't he? Do, his skill level isn't there. Cool. Guess and what? His popularity isn't there. Hey, his... Guess what? The title is not going to be main eventing this pay per view this weekend. <laughs> it's not. That's fucking Shane and Kevin Owens. That should really give them a wake up call. Uh, you know. I gotta feel like Dave's talks about this. Dave Meltzer talks about all this shit, but it's like. They're so insulated. WWE is so convinced that because they're on a long-term TV rights contract, plus they have the network, which is its own fucking, you know, income source. They're so convinced that ratings and stuff kind of don't matter. They're sort of in a world where things can get spun and they still have their regular income coming in either way. Yeah, they have those protections and those checks and balances. Well, and they feel like they're playing long-term for a new market. Well, until it, basic. Well, until they get something uh, undermined, you know, till somebody gets out from under them, you know, this complacency is what's going to invite more competition. Oh, absolutely. You know? When you get which people is, like the Bullet Club doing what they're doing, yeah, which is why they're throwing lawsuits and stuff for all things, because they're trying yeah. to they're trying to bury it. They 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 don't have to bury it. They don't have to kill it. They just have to roadblock it for long enough. You know what I yep. mean? Like, specifically this thing with the Young Bucks and these lawsuits and these cease and desists. You know, you got two guys who are selling just as much merch. You know? More merch than most of their superstars. Yeah. More. Way more. I mean, the deal with Hot Topic, all that. Yeah. Which is, what, which is what this all boils down to, which is why they're in so much issue. This is really just a new kind of world for independent shirt marketers like the Young Bucks having to play defensively in national chains. But when you're on a national chain, big companies play defensively. So that's why the fucking Rick and Morty stuff got punked. That's why this the, the fucking two sweet things are gone. And that's fine. They got more t-shirts, whatever. Fuck it. Well, and they've got plenty of other things. Yeah, totally. But it's just—it's funny to see that this hot topic is giving them more exposure than any than anything in forever, and that also comes with its own yeah. issues. Uh, I think Nakamura wins just so they can flip it to gender later. So he's a two-time WWE champ. Plus, it keeps people like you and me hooked for long enough that they're not going to ruin Nakamura. And besides, you know, whatever, it's valuable. Being an ex-champion is sort of like being an ex-president. Like sometimes it matters; they can always call you it. That always makes you. Depending on how they announce it, it makes you feel like a bigger deal than you may or may not be. But it's always, you know, they can always just say, Former WWE Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yep. You know, spike his t-shirt sales for a little bit. Um, so, let's let's pull up the card for Hell in a Cell real quick. Right. Before before we go, let's, uh, let's do some predictions. Ugh. WWE.com. Hold on. Hell in a Cell 2017 matches. Cool. I wish you told me to do this in pre-pro. 
And uh, do do it Fuck do it. it live. Do we're doing it live, everybody? Uh, bottom up or top down? Uh, bottom bottom up. Bottom up. It's uh Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Hype Bros. Four men I forgot actually existed. Uh, I'm gonna go with Gable and Shelton Benjamin. I know because they're gonna turn Zack Ryder heel or something. I don't know who yep. cares. Uh, Randy Orton and Rusev. Uh, I'm gonna go with Randy Orton. They hate Rusev. Yep. It's fine. You're still handsome to me, Rusev. And you have Lana to go home to. So you know what? You've already won. You you won, buddy. Y'all both are the happiest, sweetest couple. Uh, Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Bobby. Yeah, you kind of have to win your first pay-per-view out or you're not important. Also, Ziggler's probably leaving. Also, this yeah. is a weirdly meta feud. Like, I think I think Ziggler just sort of backed himself into being that guy that complains about everything in real life. So Yeah, I mean, Ziggler is, is on his way out. You know, he's got to be. I know that they, like, have rumors for these all the time, but at a certain point, you know. I feel like that guy's ready to go. Yeah. He's had his fun. Uh, Charlotte, Flair, and Natalia. I'm going to go with Natty. Eh, Charlotte lost on TV this week, so two tapping out to Natalia on TV, so I got to assume she wins. Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah. I mean, that also makes sense, because that would also mean that Natty was a transitional champion, which also makes sense. Eh, I think there's a difference between transitional and low, um, well, whatever, maybe. I'd say there there's a difference between being a transitional champion, just having a short term run to give the belt from one person to another, and then I realize it's just so that's, that's a transitional champion. Ha 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 ha! Oops. Uh, New Day and the Usos in a cell in a hell in the cell. Uh, it's probably gonna be a pretty good match because these boys have made a pretty good yeah. feud, and it's gonna be the Usos. Uh. This one could really go either way. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I just it feels like it feels like Usos have to move on to Gable and Benjamin because the hype bros are breaking up and the fashion police are gonna be busy with whoever else they bring back. Probably the repackaged Wyatt family. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I will be excited to see those boys back. I'm not going to lie. I With miss a my shave beard. and a haircut. I miss my beard sons. Uh, the Fashion Police are going to have a vignette. The Return of the Fashion Files, which they say is a Pulp Fiction parody. Which, you know, it's been a while since they did that WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. Let's do that again, sure. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, Jinder Mahal and Shinsuke Nakamura. Colin. Colin. How have all of the Jinder Mahal's matches gone? How do they uh, always end? The uh, Bollywood boys come out, and then... Why isn't this match in Hell in a Cell? Because the Bollywood boys are going to interfere. That's right. <laughs> um. So unless they, like, give Shinsuke the biggest fucking... You know, he just f- 
fucks all three of them and up. He, I'm sure, and that's what I figure is going to happen. He's just going to get a run, Kinshasa, the three of them, maybe get a surprise win, and then Jinder wins it back after Survivor Series or before Survivor Series. Possible. He wins it back in a house show, an untelevised house show in Border City Wrestling. Um, that's a very inside baseball reference. I'm sorry. Yes. I was so upset. That's when Raven lost the title to Jeff Jarrett. That's Back when so TNA Raven. was good. That's so Raven. Uh, this is this match is listed below the U.S. Championship, and I think exactly that's going to happen. Uh, Styles yep. and Corbin. Have you heard Corbin's new theme? I haven't. It's, you should check it out. I. It's got yeah. weird monks in the beginning, but it's actually a decent little riff and a cool like vocal track. That's how I think they I think they like him because they've given him like a vocal track. Cuz I feel like once you have like a a song, a song song, nowadays if you have like a song song with like words in it, you're someone they're going to like keep, you know. If they bother to pay somebody to write lyrics for your music, happened to CM Punk, happened to Batista, happened to Randy Orton, you know, happened to Triple H. I feel like they're, you know, you're investing. Yeah. It's not just the fucking CFO's fucking, uh, you know, FL loops. Fruity loops. FL studio. That's the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Reason. They Fruity. make it in reason, probably. I don't know. They probably use logic. Ah, uh, is that not Pro Tools? Uh, let's just keep moving. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, it's, I, I think styles. Okay. And here's the main deal, main deal, the main event, Owens and uh, McMahon. Owens. Probably. It's going to be Owens. It is. It it's going to be Owens beats the fuck out of him and then Shane does something stupid. And Owens pins him. Shane yep. jumps off of something into something and because it's falls count anywhere, Owens can just run up and pin him there. Or they'll do it like Owens just falls on Shane on accident and then... <laughs> He's so fat he couldn't control himself when he fell off the thing. <laughs> Look yeah, at the fat, fat guy jump. <laughs> oh man, uh, Owens does a four fifty splash off the top of the cage. I think I think Shane McMahon wins when Sami Zayn interferes, and then Owens power bombs Sami Zayn, Shane McMahon, and all of Shane's kids on the ring apron and retires them all from wrestling. And uh, yeah, yeah, all, all of it's gonna be Stephanie McMahon, all of them, Vince. Triple H. Triple H, all of them. Vince, Linda, Aurora Rose, whatever his other daughter's name is. And Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, the whole administration. Fuck it. Then then, then um, Kevin's is like, you know what? I've beat America. Now we're going back to Canada. It's the Kevin Owens return home tour. And he fucking power bombs Justin Trudeau on the apron. And the world cries. That that That's a pay-per-view. Now yeah. that, why, why aren't we booking this? Vince, 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 I'm available. We'll write for you. Also, what culture were available? What culture? IGN? WCPW? Uh, 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 I think you mean Defiant Wrestling. Uh, 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 progress? Did you call it Progress? Progress. Is it Progress? Oh, is it Progress? I suppose if you're trying to get a job with them, you should. It would be wiser to call it progress. Yes, because if you call it progress, like the dumb Texan you are, they're just gonna make you the dumb Texan of progress. Yeah, but I'd be okay with that gimmick too. <laughs> yeah, 
Call me progress. Yeah, I'm Cowpoke, the Cowpoke GM. Weren't we the ones just saying that no one understands what Dallas is really like unless you're from Dallas? Yeah, but fuck it, money talks. Fuck it, if they're paying me, I'll be a cowboy. I'll ride a horse to the ring every day. I'll be the next JBL. That's really Fort Worth. No one, no one outside of this city is going to appreciate that distinction. But you know what? That's fine. But you know what? That's it's true. Everyone thinks JBL Dallas, is Fort Worth. J, JBL is a shame. Uh, so on that note, uh, this has been Fight Forever. No, but really, if you want to pay us money, please email fightforeverpod at gmail dot com. Hey, yes. if you like what we're doing. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Not that we're updating those, but we really should start updating those again, but Colin. Send us money, send us nudes. Maybe I'll update more if I get more nudes. Maybe up. Uh, listen, we will, we will, we'll read your ad. Give us money. Uh, if you like what we're doing, tell a friend. Share it with your enemies. Maybe they like wrestling. If you don't like them, make them love wrestling because wrestling's really kind of a headache right now. Tell them, and then they can listen to us. So, everyone wins. You, your enemies, and us. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Fight Forever Pod, uh, and SoundCloud and iTunes. Yes. Uh, all of our music is brought to you by Mo Goodley and Ryder Johnson. Woo! Woo. Colin. Send them home. Um... Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. Mm. Ooh, uh, you're all pregnant. Can Roman do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm already pregnant. Oh, I mean, he's a pretty handsome boy. I'll give him that. Handsome man. Mm. Believe that. I don't hate him. I'm just very sundere with him. It's not like I like you or anything, Baka. Good night, everyone. Here's a new